You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Gina, Brandy, and Jeremy. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 866, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that all of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. Just text Vicki, Brandy, Jeremy, or myself, Gina, at 636-373-4497, and we will be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact us today. So just a quick update from last week. We told you that the only day that they had tickets left for Mickey's Not So Scary was November 1st. And as expected, they sold out. And so they are officially sold out for all of the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary for 2023. So they said, if you don't have your tickets, they're sorry. And they'll see you in 2024. Um, Very heartfelt message. (laughs) So the latest in this Disney streaming service woes They are ending the password sharing for good, or at least that's what they're saying. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do with Jenny because she uses mine. Starting November 1st, Disney Plus Canada will be the first country to crack down on the account sharing. The Disney Plus Help Center states, you may not share your account and subscription outside of your household. Household means the collection of devices associated with your primary personal residence that are used by the individuals who reside therein. An email was reportedly sent out to the Canadian subscribers informing them of this policy beginning on November the 1st. So it's just a matter of time till it makes it to the United States. I did get a notice on Netflix yesterday about that. When I flipped it on, there was like a big pop-up that was talking about theirs too, because they're doing the same thing. Well, we have four accounts, so surely they don't, we pay for, we pay for the family package or whatever. See, that's what we do too. But I'm concerned because Jenny uses ours and she lives in Columbus. So are we going to get hit with that? If they have a way of tracking it. Yes, I bet so. Wow. But what if it's your kid in college? Right. Well, that's, I mean, she, she lives in an apartment, but. They're still part of your household. This is what I don't understand that bothers me so much about these streaming services. Or what if you're on vacation and you use it like on their well, the, if you're on vacation, you're probably still using it on a, a device. Like, I I also wonder, too, if they're tracking it by, like, the IP address. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying, because if we're in a rental house or whatever, and I use it on their TV, that it's still my subscription. I'm just in a different location. If we can have uh, kids on our insurance until they're, like, what, 26, I don't understand why we can't be sharing our Netflix. Like, I'm exactly. sorry. Healthcare costs way more than Netflix. Like, that that's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not saying you should be able to share it with, like, everybody. 
I think it's just because they're they're trying to get more subscribers because they're already at their max. Like nobody's signing up. Well, I mean, there's only so many people in the world. Like, <laughs> well, there. Um, this goes along with what you were talking about with insurance. So, just a word to the wise. I don't know how it is in every state, but in this state, that's true for insur health insurance, but it's not true for dental or eye. My son learned that the hard way this year when he went and got fillings, and he's paying off his bill because Ouch. Brad told him it's twenty three. And he went to the dentist and they're like, well, what are insurance you're using? And he goes, my dad's. And she's like, no, honey, it doesn't work anymore. And then he called Brad and Brad's like, yes, you remember this conversation we had in January? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to tell him. Good to know. So it's stupid. It is very stupid. Also, though, car insurance. If you, um, your kids can be on your car insurance until 26 and then they get a little note that says Kaylee Christine Black. Effective May 10th, you will be 26 years old and you will be receiving your own bill for your insurance. So she had a real adult moment when she realized that she was really getting her insurance relatively cheap. Mm. <laughs> so things to know as parents. Sorry, it's not really Disney, but we're helping everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> we all can relate. I swear it's harder being a parent to an adult than it is to a child. Amen. All right, so the upcoming Disney movie Wish is suggested to be the answer to Disney's box office woes. It is one of the most anticipated Walt Disney Animation Studios films that has been out in a while. And the movie stars Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose, who voices Asha, Chris Pine as King Magnifico, Alan Tudyk as Valentino the Goat, Angelique Carballa, as Queen Ameva, Victor Garber as Sabine, and Natasha Rothwell as Sakina. People are most excited about Disney returning to its roots in movies from the 90s that was affectionately known as the Renaissance period for Disney. This movie is a musical about a princess with a definitive villain cute characters and a story all about following your dreams and believing in your wishes. And I actually did see the uh, preview for it. It looks pretty cute. Mm -hmm. We were talking about it yesterday at church. Um, it had nothing to do with the sermon, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of Disney people there and they were talking about how they were excited that it, it did look, have that Renaissance feel. Yeah. It didn't have the, the look of, some of these newer movies and maybe just maybe we were going to get back to what we all know and love. I hope so. Now uh, we did go see Haunted Mansion and Abby and I really enjoyed Haunted Mansion. Good. I actually talked my husband into going and seeing it again, but it wasn't playing at the time we needed to go. So we didn't get to go see it again. You know, when you watch that trailer, it does have that different vibe. It does mm -hmm. have that Kind of old school, not old school, like hand-drawn animation, but you can tell they're kind of reversing a little bit in regards to how they approach that on the hand-drawn computerized. But the effects look pretty cool, too, when the father, the king, is yeah. like all that, you know, the green stuff that's coming out. If you've seen yeah. the trailer on YouTube. or I have not seen the trailer yet. I need and to. And the storyline, it seems like it's going to fit very well. Right. And this does not, again, go with the story you were just saying, but the rumor on the street is, and you know how rumors go, sometimes they become truth, that Snow White live action is out the door. 
Oh, I kind of figured that after what happened. Well, it shouldn't be called Snow White. If you're going to do that many changes, you need a new movie name. Correct. Well, and I don't think people were happy with the changes that they were making either. No, we're, we've lost control. Mm-hmm. Well, I also wish, I think a lot of people are kind of over the live actions. Like some of them are cool. Like I really enjoyed Cinderella and I really enjoyed Beauty and the Beast, but Mulan was okay. But like, I was just kind of like, okay, are y'all, is this going to be everything? Like, is this all we're going to do? Right. We're just going to keep redoing different movies. I did like The Little Mermaid and The Little Mermaid was good. I still haven't seen it. It's good. I wish on their remakes for the live, I wish they would go back to those that didn't do so well in the box office. For example, The Black Cauldron. I think for an older audience, yeah. a little bit, that would be I've killed. I've had that conversation with your brother so many times. Like, we, it came up over like <laughs> text message. A lot. He goes, no, we got to talk about this. And he like called me. He's like, this is a thing because that was like, that's one of those movies that not everybody knows about. And my daughter was obsessed with it. I actually got it. I think I actually won like a basket raffle or something when she was little or somebody gave it to us. And it was like, you know, family movie night. And it had a ton of Disney movies in it. And that was in there on DVD. Yeah. And I was like, I remember this. And she got obsessed with it, watched it constantly. That is a good movie though. It would be. And I'd love to see Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah. Sword in the Stone would be good. It would be. Even though Milt Kahl, the animator of Sword in the Stone, I mean, his art is just fantastic. But mm-hmm. I'd love to see a live version of Sword in the Stone. But yeah, let's. Yeah. But I agree. I think it's oversaturated on those uh, live action. Well, while we're um, ranting a bit. So there's, a, there's a, another complaint at Disney right now. And I think everybody's had this discussion. Um, so. 404 Reddit users share different stories of issues with strollers and they want Disney to ban strollers from the parks or regulate them in some way. So the highest complaint is that strollers clog up the foot traffic. Another complaint is that stroller users seem to feel like walkers are the problem. (laughs) Guests were hit in the backs of the ankle and leg only to get eye rolls from the stroller guests. Didn't receive an apology. One said if they couldn't ban them, maybe they should put an age limit on stroller usage. If parents only use strollers for young children, birth to four, this could cut down on the amount of strollers. I don't agree with that either. Okay. I feel like this is a 404 people who don't have children. (laughs) Obviously. I have never, ever gone anywhere like this with a small child. And I even myself kind of forgot because I have a big age gap in my kids. But I am just, I've navigated like local amusement parks, Cedar Point in Kings Island and even the zoo with my kid in a stroller. And he's like big enough that he doesn't need need to be in there. But, but they get tired. He wants to get out and see things. They get tired. And they also, he's he's still little enough that he can nap in there. Mm-hmm. And he had a day where we went somewhere. I think we just went out to like a local, like a vendor music type thing um, at a, at a local like brewery and stuff and it was the most relaxing two and a half hours I've ever spent out with him I think in a long time because he fell asleep in that stroller and he slept the whole time no it was so amazing I love him but he was so peaceful and it was so great and I just think of like that when it happens at Disney or when you're out like anywhere like that like that's like a little bit of peace for the parents when you have that kid fall asleep in the stroller and you get to just like decompress a little bit instead of worrying about their wants and needs I do say that people can be jerks about it and no one needs to be running anybody over with their stroller like they need to treat it just like like just because you have a stroller doesn't mean you get to knock people over run over other people's children or you know anything like that 
I'm not the one that made the comment about getting my ankle ran over before, but it has happened to me more than one time and like skin the back of my ankle and nothing, no apology. Just look at you. Like it's your fault that you're there. And so it's just sad. It's just like a shopping cart at the grocery store. That's what I don't get. It's like, you have a shopping cart at the grocery store. Nobody just goes and runs over other people with their grocery cart. So why can't you not do that with a stroller with a kid in it? I mean, frankly, I don't want my kid that close to a, a stranger. Like, I mean, granted, accidents happen. Like, the thing can get away from you and whatever. I just don't understand why you're getting that close to somebody else. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. Well, sometimes you can't help it. Like, I'm vertically challenged and I cannot see like over, especially when my kids are tall and like, you know, sitting in the thing. So I'm... I can't tell how close I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and two, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, there's no, it's, it's just, it's, it's laughable that anyone thinks that they're going to be able to ban it or, or give it off between certain ages. Agreed. Like that, that's just, you can't enforce that. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I love seeing, well, I, I make it a habit of when I'm at the parks I take as many pictures of kids that are clunked out, sleeping, exhausted, especially when I see a dad (laughs) and he's like sitting there all bored and you got this kid just like sprawled out all those like exhausted from the day and just sleeping. So it's Uh hilarious to see, but no, anyway, my two cents. I was just going to say this is, they didn't keep uh, splash mountain. Um, I don't know how many other things that people have ranted and raved over. So I don't believe this is going to, happen so oh no that's no i just think it's funny when people get on a rant about something <laughs> i'm just like next <laughs> well speaking of next uh wherever <laughs> we stand on this issue but marvel you know in the news in the financial reports the box aka the box office marvel has had a disappointed year to say the least uh i would say not just 2023 but you know a little bit of 2022 here and there I feel that they've kind of fallen off track from where they were in the past. But in fact, they've had such a rough couple of years. Uh, Bob Iger himself, excuse me, even said that Marvel was doing too much too quickly. In parentheses, I think of the DC curse here on those DC movies. And they've had no business getting into television. And, uh, you know, even going down that that path, it's been dismal, even on Disney+. Plus. Iger's comment only made things worse when combined with the most recent writer's strike that was happening for quite some time. Uh, this made the anticipated Marvel releases on hold with no release dates available, such as Loki Season 2, which was supposed to be released on the 29th of November of this year. Um, they would release six episodes all at once is what they were stating. And, you know, they were done with produ- post-production in May before the writer strike. Uh, as of yet, no updates. Um, uh, Echo has been given a new release date on, I believe that's the January 10th of 2024. But Agatha, The Darkhold Diaries and Deadpool 3 have been unable to resume production as well. So will Marvel ever get back on track? What thoughts do we have on that? I hope they do. I just recently got into the Marvel stuff and like, I like the older stuff, obviously. I don't know. I read an article a bit ago that said that when it was first like failing and before Disney invested in them and kind of merged and everything that Iron Man is what saved Marvel. Hmm. I love Iron Man. I don't know if there's a lot of school of thought on that or not, but they, I was this whole article about how it was just the perfect thing. It was right at the right time. And it Robert Downey Jr., was perfect for the role and how everything just kind of magically and it helped and it kind of cascaded the whole Avengers series and everything 
I don't know. I I really think everybody's still pretty mad about what they did to Scarlett Johansson. So that that's a whole other thing. Yeah. 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 That phase one of Marvel was phenomenal. All the way up right. to Hank, you know, and Civil War, uh, all of that. I thought that was phenomenal. And then, you know, I don't know. Even Loki season one, I thought was okay. Now, see, we really liked it. See, I was hoping uh going back to my nerdiness of a kid with secret wars in the comic books i thought that was gonna be great most recently and that just like oh no but one of my favorite i like paul rudd as an actor and i thought he, yes yeah he is so awesome paul rudd's gonna save us ant-man's gonna save us. <laughs> no it didn't do very well <laughs> not too well at all but i i do i you know um i hope i hope they get back at I do wish that they would pace him out a little bit more, not just, you know, over and over and over. I mean, we're still watching Stranger Things, which I realize is not a Disney thing. And look how long it's taken to get those. Oh, my gosh. I can't get past the third season on that. I just I got through the first two and I was good and I liked them. And then I just cannot get into the third season. I can't. I don't know the best one. Because they play running up the hill way too many times. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I just can't get into it. That's the one that like that. Um, oh no, that's season four. That is season four. Running up that hill, season four. Maybe I'll give it another Thanks chance. Thanks for calling me out on that. You're right. <laughs> I thought maybe I was goofy because you know. No, I'm sitting there going, no, that's not possible because that's the one. That's when like Abby was obsessed, like with with all that. Um, but she was also one of those. Well, they were teenagers who had nothing better to do that summer, so she watched the whole thing in like three days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I, I took me forever to get through it. And she's just like, why won't you watch it? I was like, um, do you see the laundry that gets clean and put in your room? Do you like the food that we have? That's why I can't spend 36 hours watching television. So on Friday, Disney World's monorail had some trouble um, and it gave guests a unique opportunity. I actually thought of you, Jeremy, because I'm sure photographers were so excited about this. The monorail yellow was stopped on the track, suspended over the water in Epcot. It's beautiful there anyway, with all the um, landscaping and everything. It gave guests the opportunity to get amazing pictures of the monorail and Spaceship Earth. And it was stopped there for several hours. Obviously, no people were on it. Thank gosh. I had to read it three times because I was like, were there people? They seem to be okay about this whole situation. And there were no people on that one. Um, Disney, of course, has not given us a reason for the malfunction, but... Everybody's assuming that they were fixing something else. And so that's why. So until Disney confirms, that's what we're going with. But whatever the reason, let me just tell you that there were a lot of spectacular photos you can find. Just Google that the the monorail went yellow, went down, and there were some pretty cool pictures. Because it was like midday all the way to the sunset. And there were some awesome pictures. that's really cool. But I know that Jeremy likes to take pictures. And I was like, dude, he would have had fun with this. I would have. I take way too many (laughs) at the parks. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Can never have enough pictures. No, but I, Josh, I don't know if you, on Resort TV One, he was streaming that night. Um, but the, I know he was over at the transportation center and he, they were affected. It was all backed up over there as oh. well. Yeah. Then I saw that come out. I'm like, oh, that's what happened. That would make sense. Yeah. There's a new holiday movie that is headed to Disney+. Plus. A trailer was released this week, and the movie is called The Naughty Nine. And it will premiere on Thanksgiving Day. And you can Google the title if you're interested in seeing the trailer. The movie stars Danny Glover, all decked out in a red suit as Santa Claus. 
And Santa better look out, though. The 99 have their own holiday plans this year, and they don't seem to be seem to involve any of the nice holiday traditions. The movie will follow fifth grader Andy as he assembles a crew to break into Santa's village at the North Pole. Will they get away with the perfect crime or be placed in a North Pole jail? We can't wait to find out. It sounds kind of cheesy, but I think it'll be good. Yeah. I think it's a cheesy Christmas movie. They're all cheesy. Come on. Well, that's like Noel. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. It's cheesy, but still a good movie. That was like Danny Glover as Santa. (laughs) Well, I'm just like Danny Glover. (laughs) How old is he now? (laughs) Right. Old. Have you seen the trailer to this? No. I watched it today. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's cheesy. All right. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's like these band of kids, these nine. And it's like, you know how when you look at a heist movie, like, oh, we need our getaway person. We needed this person, this person with all these different skill sets. It's that same premise. They're on the naughty list. And they have to go and break into the North Pole and use all their different talents of being uh, Christmas criminals, I guess. So it's like Ocean's Eleven, but kids at Christmas. <laughs> I was I was thinking Goonies. You know how Goonies oh, always. I was thinking. I was thinking Goonies. Awesome movie too. That was on TV the other night. It was on. It was on. Uh, what is that? Freeform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. My husband turned Frozen on the other night. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Wow. You need to watch the making of Frozen 2. That was my favorite. I like Frozen 2. Well, shifting thoughts. Um, This is a fun did you know trivia fun. So there's five things you may not know about the art of animation that you can do there. First, you can swim in the largest hotel pool at Disney World, which has 310,000 gallons of water and plays music underwater. Second, you can order a whole pizza at the Landscape of Flavors. Third, you can stay in three different Disney-themed suites. You could be engulfed in Finding Nemo, The Lion King, or Cars while visiting the most magical place on Earth. Fourth, you can visit giant Disney Pixar characters like Mr. Ray, Mater, Ariel, and many more. Fifth, the Art of Animation is one of the Disney resorts that is dog-friendly. If you're interested in booking this very creative resort, reach out to one of us for a free quote. And I would like to say that a lot of people refer to Art of Animation is it's like Disney threw up everywhere. Um. <laughs> My family loves Art of Animation. That is one of their favorite resorts. If you want just to never forget that that's where you are that is the hotel for you and i will say i've i've sent a lot i've heard a lot of clients i almost always quote it to anybody with young kids because um of that pool yeah mm-hmm. for sure anybody with a family would absolutely love it just because of that pool and i know the kids just love everything they look at and stuff i think well i i love it as well but of all the resorts that i've stayed at i think that's only seven i think their lobby Hearing the music in the lobby is great, but yeah. while I get, I mean, there's other resorts that, you know, you can say the same thing, but for me, in my opinion, that's the only resort where I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, but I think it's a great resort though. My, uh, our girls love that resort too. I just like to go and take pictures. My family likes to stay in the car suite. That's where we always get, if, if my nephew comes, because it's the only place big enough to fit all of us. <laughs> Well, it's cool in those hallways with the cones it's for the it lights, the traffic cones. Yeah. And the artwork is phenomenal inside that. Yeah. Over there. So speaking of kind of resorts, but transitioning into some kind of sad news, depending on, on how you look at it and what you think. 
But the Saturday on the 30th of September, uh, the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, the Halcyon, embarked on its final voyage. Uh, one writer had this to say, now the Halcyon has returned to port for the last time. We just want to express our immense gratitude and appreciation to the incredible cast and crew. What you brought to life has been so special. And if you if you look at the reports and the reviews, yes, it, for those that individuals that had the opportunity to do it, it was special for them. The writer also said that people can continue to make fun of Disney, but they did what they always do best. And uh, they were storytellers and amazingly allowed Star Wars fans to be able to live out their dreams. And just to add on that, something about these immersive storytelling based experiences that Disney does well, regardless of the reviews. This thing was phenomenal, I think, ahead of its time of what Disney was doing in regards to the immersive storytelling. Sure. For something other than, you know, Batu, where, you know, you, I mean, I feel that some some guests don't really understand. It's not just the land. It's something that's very immersive. And the Galactic Cruiser just went a step beyond, but oh, that price. But when the Galactic Star Cruiser's closure was announced <clears throat> earlier this year, Wall Street saw the lowest stock rates for Disney in a while. The last few months have been brutal for Disney. On September 27th, it was no different. Uh, Disney stock hovered at around $79 per share, which was a new 52-week low for the company. Ouch. Disney is hoping that Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to help Disney stock rise back to the times prior to the pandemic. So let's let's hope so for them. But yet, $79 a share, if you're going to buy Disney stock. Start now. Now's the time. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we'll have to wait and see as the ride isn't supposed to open until sometime in 2024. So, and, you know, most recently, you know, just adding on to that too, with the announcement of the 60 billion, you know, they're putting towards the parks, but then, you know, there's so many ways you can explain that and how much park, you know, which park will get how much six, 7 billion a piece or 10 billion a piece, however that looks. But so there's a lot to come on the horizon to see with, you know, the movie we talked about earlier with the wish for the Disney entertainment, how, how it's going to affect the stock prices in regards to on Disney Plus with the sharing of passwords, how they're going to crack up down on that. And then, you know, with the Galactic Cruiser, what's that going to turn into and how Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to turn, you know. So there's a lot on the horizon, I think, for, you know, we can always hope. But, um, man, act now, $79 per share. I just think it's sad that that Galactic Cruiser is over. That, I mean. Right. It's so sad. So much buildup. I know. Well, I I really think it was just the price. Oh like, yeah, honestly. yeah, it was. I, I had plenty of I know plenty of people that are crazy Star Wars fans that that would have been a dream come true for them, but they couldn't justify that kind of money for it. So every time we do a say it is ain't so, excuse me, say it ain't so. Play your music, Brad. I think <laughs> it can't get any crazier than the one before. <laughs> Let me just tell you, this was all over social media this weekend. Say it ain't so, say it a lawsuit was filed in Orange County, Florida, which alleges that Disney fails to warn their guests of inherent dangers while on the Humunga Kaiwabunga water slide that's at Typhoon Lagoon. It seems that Emma and Edward McGinnis were visiting Typhoon Lagoon in 2019. I want you to make note of that year and what year it is now. Oh, 2019, when Emma suffered a very painful wedgie hmm. on the water slide. I'm sorry, but that happens on every dang water slide. No, the couple is seeking $50,000 in damages because they say that Emma received severe and permanent injuries. Now, I hate to, if this is really that bad, 
but we'll get to that in a second. The nine page complaint was filed on September 27th. There is a sign at the top of the ride that states guests should cross their legs on the way down the water slide. Emma said that the sign didn't explain why you needed to cross your legs or what injuries occur if you didn't. She says she did cross her legs, but then when she was going down the ride, she became airborne and her legs came uncrossed, causing her suit to get painfully forced inside of her and resulting in immediate and severe pain internally in the lady areas. She said she had severe lacerations, a laceration causing her bowel to protrude through her abdominal wall and damage to internal organs. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys jump in any time. even physically possible. This was four years ago. What oh took my God. that long? I'm not a doctor, but what kind of bathing suit are you wearing? Exactly. Dental floss. <laughs> Just saying. Say Jeremy's like Nick. He's afraid to comment because it's a female situation. But seriously, it took you four years to decide that you had a bad wedgie and you need to sue Disney. Right. That's why it's nonsense. Oh my gosh. Nonsense. What the heck? You can get a bad wedgie, but pick it out. As soon as you get off, just pick it out. That's what everybody else does. She said she couldn't. She said it was inside. no way no. on green earth that that kind of it's not like there was no lubrication involved there's water on the water slide there is no way that cloth could go up in your body and do that to your bowel no that's imp i could i can totally see it making a scratch on your outer skin like a and it being oh yeah pink. like i can totally see it being like R like ra like a rash like a like bro almost like rug burn you know even like you know like just how like if something's too tight on you you know and you get a mark on your skin because something's too tight i can totally see that being like uncomfortable and you like didn't walk around very comfy for a day or two but there is i don't understand how it could go inside your body jeremy's gonna talk now oh i was just thinking like you know i i don't want to judge i'm not saying <laughs> but, but but 50 also fifty thousand dollars okay it's 2023 2019. I mean, like if you had that major of it, I'm just thinking of what insurance covers. I mean, you know, what the the hospital bill would cost. 50K is not going to pay for it. No, that's pennies. So right there, it, and I agree with you all on the the physics, the scientific, medical, whatever. But um, 50K? No, there's just, she just wanted yeah, some. That just sounds funny because that's not a lot of money. She wanted her five minutes of fame. For something that's causing you medical issues for the rest of your life. And you know, if she had to have that bowel surgery, that it was more than $50,000. Yeah. Wow. People do better. Okay. Well, now we're going to talk about rumors. So <laughs> there is nothing like a good Disney rumor. And we all know that there's tons out there. But today we have one from California Adventure. And recently, Disney Land Resort posted casting calls for various performers, including inline skaters. And the post didn't say it was for a parade, but it said it's, it's for a unique experience. This suggests that it's actually for a new parade that's set to debut in the summer of 2024. 
Disneyland also put out a recent casting call for dancers, though this could be for a Christmas fantasy parade, which returns to the park on November 10th. Currently, Magic Happens is the daytime parade at um, Disneyland Park, and it is going down to one performance a day on the weekdays in October. And it has been several years since a full daytime parade has been at California Adventure. We hope that this rumor is actually true. There's nothing like a good parade. Right? Especially there. I I mean... And and speaking as somebody who knows performers and dancers, I am sure that it is it is such so great to me that they're bringing more of that back. With as much as going is is going like animated and self serve and all that, like there's there's nothing that beats like real people doing what they love to do and making everyone happy in a crowd like that. So no matter whether it's a parade or a show, um, I mean I'd love to see more shows come back. I mean I'm sad that like I don't know when I'm ever gonna if Wesley's ever gonna see the. Um, March of the Empire at Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah. That Abby got yeah. to see. Like that. I'm like, why? <laughs> Come on. Like we have the whole, we have two now. Come on. Get those stormtroopers going. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, that, that sounds like an awesome room would be true. So talk about things that are coming back. The boat transportation around Magic Kingdom hasn't been available for a while, but beginning Sunday, October 1st, the boats are back at it for Disney guests. Means Disney's Port Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds and Disney's Wilderness Lodge will have another form of transportation in Magic Kingdom. The water taxis from the Magic Kingdom to and from Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa and Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Water transportation is a great way to get around at Disney. Um, there are boats available from Disney Springs to Saratoga Springs, Port of Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. Also available for Old Key West. The friendship boats are available between Epcot, Hollywood Studios, the Yacht and Beach Clubs, Swan and Dolphin Hotels, and the Boardwalk. And if you have never used water transportation, we think you should do it. There's nothing like a great boat ride on vacation. And I'm sure there are some kids with you that if it's not a park day and they're bored, I bet they'd be happy ride that boat back and forth i'd like to ride it all day i love the boat transportation agreed Uh and sometimes you get some really cool captains yes we had one um our very first trip we were going to um we were gonna eat at the yachtsman at uh you know the yacht club Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were on our way over there and we had a um a great boat captain that did disney trivia with the kids like not as well-known stuff and just told us fun stories and it was it was a really good time it adds a little something special mm-hmm. it does so we'll do another say ain't so some more fun things to talk i mean this is fun but <laughs> you know more lawsuits coming say ain't so, say ain't so. Uh, in orange county florida woman is suing disney from a fall at test track i might butcher her last name so bear with me here. it's okay <laughs> All right, Karen Imbrogno filed Sounds a lawsuit good. against yeah does filed a lawsuit against the theme park seeking more than fifty thousand dollars. She said on St. Patrick's Day she was riding on test track. It broke down while she was on it, and then Disney cast member told the riders that they could they would have to exit the attraction. A second cast member led Karen away. She followed, and then she fell into a three foot drop off. You know that could be 
hurtful. And Brogno says she was she has a permanent injury, but the lawsuit doesn't detail exactly how she would she was hurt. So this is actually the second lawsuit for September. Uh, there's a father. Uh, they're from New Jersey. They're suing Disney because they claim that their child received whiplash when Peter Pan's flight unexpectedly stopped, and then the ride violently restarted. So, you know, I'm assuming there's lawsuits all the time, but wow. So I fell out of test track the first time I ever rushed. Oh. Like your your car? Yeah. Like like I was getting out of the I was getting out of the car and I was rushing and I caught my foot on the edge and like mm. down I went. And like I had skinned up my knee, everything. Okay, but not once did I think about suing Disney ever because it was my clumsiness that did it. Seriously, people. Well, they should probably just put bubble wrap on everything so that <laughs> right. they can never injure themselves yeah. in any way ever again. As long as there's hidden Mickeys in that bubble wrap, then I'm cool with it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> pop, pop. Oh, there went Mickey's head. Yeah. That's seriously an issue now. We have, you know how we usually, when your kids were learning to walk and they would fall down, you'd be like, you're okay, you're okay. Yeah. And then you'd want them to get back up. I swear to goodness that no one does that anymore because if someone falls in the hallway and I'm not talking hard because we have some kids that hit hard, but they just fell because they were running. (laughs) That's a natural consequence. We don't make a big deal, but these kids cry and cry and cry and cry. And I'm just like, I really am not the heartless person that I sound like at this very moment. I just let your kids fall. That's part of life. Right. Right. There's no natural consequences. We're trying Everybody to. Everybody needs some Gen X parents. You know, right. Need. Oh, everyone needs my parents. You're good. Get up. Suck it up. <laughs> so mine did. Mine did the same thing. Are you bleeding? Can you see any bones? Go Is play. it close to your heart? <laughs> <laughs> I've said that to my kids. I remember Andrew, because he's my clumsy kid. He ended up with stitches. Granted, he just about took his eye socket out. Oh boy. Recently. But he was running up and down the trailer ramps at the house. And I said, Andrew, if you don't quit running up and down that trailer, you're going to fall and break your leg. And I'm not taking him to the hospital. Well, he fell and he didn't break his leg. He tore the skin completely off of his knee. Uh, and we had, to go get, we had to go get stitches in it. On to some better news. <laughs> <laughs> it's October, which means Gina and I get to hear what the monthly cookies are at Gideon's. And I, I was actually just talking to Abby about this yesterday. <laughs> the Frankenstein cookie has returned. It is the dark chocolate cookie with doubled stuffed Oreos and M&Ms. And then, of course, he has his Bride of Frankenstein cookie, which is available for white chocolate lovers. It has the golden double stuffed Oreos and M&Ms. They also brought back the French toast cold brew for October and November. They've not told the cake. I looked on so many places and I couldn't find the cake. I assume it's going to be like. I saw a picture of it, but it didn't say what it was. Yeah. So hopefully next week we'll know what the cake is. But we always like to talk about Gideon's because it makes us all happy. I know I'm currently trying to get my husband to drop the kids off at a park, go to Disney Springs, go to Guineas, bring me back a coffee while I'm working. (laughs) Nice. I don't think that's going to happen, though. It's a nice dream, though. I will confess, out of my entire family, I have never been to Gideon's. Oh, my gosh. I love Gideon's. (laughs) I need to go. On the 29th of October, I told my older daughter, I'm like, yeah, we will go. You should go to the one in downtown Orlando, 
That's what I think I'm going to tell Chris to do. Because we only had one person in front of us. Now, you need to prepare yourself because it's like a craft mall of restaurants. It's literally this little, I don't even think as big as my husband's office. I don't think that the little space they have. So that's why they have enlarged themselves and put themselves at Disney Springs. But you can pre-order there. Oh, I need to do that then. You can get online and pre-order your cookies and just pick them up. Cool. So. Didn't, um... Matt, tell us if there's somebody that would deliver. Yeah, if you Google Gideon's cookies, it tells you that lady's name. I can't think of it right this second. I might do that and have her deliver. <laughs> he said they're no. equally as good. Don't feel bad, Jeremy, because I've never technically been there. I was in the line for it for a bit, and Gina and then she did insisting <laughs> to me. She I, said, no, "Peace I had out." To go shopping. <laughs> I was trying to find a plush Buzz Lightyear that I never found until it appeared on Disney's website closer to Christmas. Okay. So don't worry, she got the cookies. We Steph, Stephanie and I got them for her. <laughs> awesome. That's what I want to experience more. The yeah. I'm not a huge dessert person, but that the ambience just looks cool. And it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just I like to just stand there and stare, you know, and yeah, soak it all in. But you gotta gotta go. It's very cool. Yeah, there's a line inside, so you have a little bit of time to just kind of goon around. It kind of reminds you of Halloween. Yeah, it does. Haunted Library. So Disney's recently released the name of the new Epcot nighttime show, Luminous of the Symphony of Us. Well, this week, one of the first of the six fireworks and um, the effect barges were placed in World Showcase Lagoon. Here we go again with the barges. (laughs) Don't get upset yet. <laughs> the barge was assembled behind the China Pavilion and it is now undergoing some preliminary testing. The hardware for Luminous has been designed to be brought in and out of the lagoon daily. So we don't have to sit there and look at these ugly barges. Uh, so it will minimize the visual intrusion across World Showcase. Thank goodness. And the barge show platforms will launch fireworks, fountains, and lighting effects. More than two dozen smaller barges will extend outwards from the large central barges to provide additional effects across a wider area. It will debut on December 5th. Good. At least we don't have to see those stupid barges the whole time. I know. I saw it. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. And then when I read on, I was like, they listened. Good. That is exciting. Well, even more exciting is a Disney World offer for the beginning of 2024. These deals, you can save up to 30%. When you book by December 15th of 2023, you can save up to 30% on stays most nights, February 25th, 2024 through March 24th, 2024. 25% on stays most Sunday to Thursday nights from January 9th through February 22nd, all in 2024, of course. And when you book on or after December 16th, 2023, you can save up to 25% on stay most nights, February 25th, 2024 through March 24th, 2024. And save up to 20% on stays most Sunday to Thursday nights from January 9th through February 22nd. So here are the eligible resorts. The Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Jumbo House, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Hidani Village, Disney's Boardwalk Inn, Disney's Contemporary, Disney's Old Key West, Riviera Resort, Disney's Saratoga Springs, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Yacht Club, the Villas at Grand Floridian Resort and Spa Deluxe Studios, 
sorry, I thought that was going to go on. That was extra lilt in my voice. So, and I'm finishing with the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa Deluxe Studios. Those are some nice resorts and that's a good deal. That is a good deal for those. They'll be more affordable for people. For sure. And for Florida residents, never fear. We have some special deals for you as well. You can save up to 30% on stays most Sunday through Thursday nights from January 1, 2024 through February 22nd, 2024, and most nights February 25th, 2024 through March 24th of 2024. Save up to 20% on stays most Fridays and Saturdays nights January 5th, 2024 through February 24th, 2024. Those eligible resorts are Bay Lake Tower at Disney Contemporaries Resort, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Jumbo House, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Kadine, I always butcher it, Kadine Village, Disney's Boardwalk Inn, Disney's Contemporary Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Old Key West Resort, Disney's Riviera Resort, Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Yacht Club Resort, and the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa Deluxe Studios. You should have just said all of the deluxe resorts. <laughs> it's more fun to hear them say them. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to all the listeners. I also want to give you a heads up. So fall break is not next week, but the next week, the week of October 16th. So we are not going to have our normal rumors and news show. And I hope that you will understand and allow us to have a family vacation some time away from school. We will be doing some pop-ups just here and there. Um, so they might be like five or 10 minute little things letting you know what's going on, what we're seeing, what we're doing. I'm going to meet Gina in the middle of Mickey's Not So Scary. So I'm sure that we can pop up and talk about some things that we're seeing there. And I will remind you again next week that we won't have the formal show. So don't think that we're leaving you. And I appreciate you giving us a little break. We try to do it like we even did a podcast when we were at the ocean in um, August. So just give me a little grace because we are doing a lot of shows. Um, but we appreciate you and we love you and we want to thank you for help, uh, letting us celebrate the magic with you every week. Thanks for joining us and please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating and comment. It really means a lot to us. Um, we love hearing from our listeners, so be sure to let us know what you would like to hear more about. We're always reshaping our show to cater to what you, the listeners, want. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mascapades Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like a free quote, contact Vicki, Gina, Jeremy, or me, Brandy, at 636-373-4497. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. We'll have part two of the Weir Family Disney World trip. It's a family of six, four kids with mom and dad. So episode you're not going to want to miss. And as always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcasts. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Farewell, foolish mortals. Unlock the adventure. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Whatever you do. Show me everything and tell me how You don't mean something And yet nothing to me I can see there's so much to learn It's all so close and yet so far I see myself as people
There's a world 